What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. October 25th. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. Man, what a glorious day of just awesomeness it is. Happy Thursday to everybody. Want to just welcome you all to the podcast. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore eight. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, by the way. Subscribe, like us, whatever you do, whenever your podcasts are dropped, go follow us, The Mitch Davis Show. Make sure you subscribe. That way, whenever we drop a podcast, you are the first people to hear about it. So here's the thing. Want to have some friends over to watch the big game, but don't have a space? Wish you had an open floor plan so you can pair your game day chili in the kitchen. Watch overtime on the living room TV. If you answered yes, it's your time to call John Murray and Anna Halton directly at Century 21. They're licensed realtors with years of experience who can help you find the perfect home in no time. You will be game day ready in no time. Call John Murray and Anna directly at 731-225-5655. Or call their office 731-668-7700. Century 21 is located at 620 Old Hickory Boulevard in Jackson, Tennessee. Next to Old Hickory Steakhouse, each office is independently owned and operated. So give those go, go, go give those guys a check out. They're awesome. They're good friends of mine. They're absolutely wonderful, 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 awesome people. So I want to welcome you all to the podcast Got a lot of big things to talk about. Got a lot of big games in the SEC to start off with. But I first do want to start the recording by saying our thoughts and prayers out of Trey Smith, the offensive lineman for Tennessee, has blood clots, I think it's in his lungs or something like that. So our thoughts and prayers out to him and to his family. What a what a just a what a terrible thing that is. I mean, that kid had so much promise and now he is out indefinitely from playing college football. So our thoughts and prayers are out to Trey Smith. So Without further ado, we're going to talk a little SEC football, maybe even a little Conference USA. We also might even mention the wild Pac-12, baby, because it is Pac-12 after dark. Hey, let's go. So we're going to talk about that. First and foremost, let's talk a little SEC football. So with the first kickoff on Saturday, I'm super excited about this game. Vanderbilt is traveling to Fayetteville, Arkansas to face the Arkansas Razorbacks. Vanderbilt's a point and a half favorite. The over-under on this is 53 and a half. Vanderbilt is sitting right here at 3 and 5, 0 and 4 in the SEC. If they can somehow get a win in Fayetteville, the Vanderbilt Commodores could be going to a bowl game. This is a huge game for both teams right here. Both teams are 0 and 4 in the SEC. Vanderbilt is sitting here at 3 and 5. If they can put together three wins over their next their over the last couple games here, Vanderbilt could be playing in the bowl game, which would be absolutely awesome. Let's just figuratively look at this. At Arkansas for Vanderbilt, then at Missouri, Ole Miss, and Tennessee. You beat Arkansas, you beat Ole Miss, and then you play a close game or you beat Tennessee, you're going to a bowl game. So this is a huge, huge game for the Vanderbilt Commodores. The line is a one-and-a-half point spread. The over-under on this is 53-and-a-half. I'm going with the Vanderbilt Commodores on the road and Kyle Schirmer and the Vanderbilt Commodores to get a huge, huge, huge win on the road. It's 11 a.m. kickoff on the SEC Network. I'm going Vanderbilt by a touchdown this Saturday there in Fayetteville. So next game up on the docket, you got the 2.30 kickoff, the world's largest cocktail party there in Jacksonville, Florida. This right here is by far the game of the SEC. This team right here, these two, Florida and Georgia, whoever loses this game is now out of the SEC East contention. These two teams are going to battle out there in Jacksonville, Florida, 
Georgia's six and a half point favorite over under on that is set at 52. I think the difference comes down to the running game with Elijah Holyfield and the Georgia Bulldogs. I'm going to go Georgia by that touchdown point spread. I think it's going to be a close game throughout. Florida gets eliminated from any hope to play in Atlanta. I've got Georgia to set up with a big showdown next weekend with the Kentucky Wildcats. Georgia takes care of business this weekend. I think it's going to be really, really close. But I think that that Georgia front seven on defense gets it done for the Bulldogs. I think that that you have to look across the running game. You have to look and say, you know, what is the difference maker? What is going to be the difference in this game? And when I look at it, it's going to be that Georgia rushing game. And on that Georgia front seven, I'm going to Bulldogs by a touchdown. Next game up, Kentucky, Missouri. We're traveling to Columbia, Mizzou this weekend. Looking forward to visiting Como for the first time for football. Really, really looking forward to coming up to Como. So if you got some recommendations where to go in Como, let me know. Really looking forward to that matchup there. The 3 p.m. kickoff on the SEC Network. Kentucky is coming in here. They got a number 12 ranking overall. You know, and, and this game right here is going to be very interesting. I mentioned on John Harden's happy hour just a little while back. This game is of interest right here because if Kentucky can win, it sets up with that showdown with Georgia next weekend for the SEC East crown. And I think Kentucky does go into Missouri and gets a win. I don't know how they do it. And, and you know, you hear Mark Stoops talking about, oh, we're going to run a multiple quarterback set. We're going to run two, maybe even three quarterbacks. And I think if you're a Kentucky fan, you start looking at that quarterback situation with Terry Wilson. You start looking at uh, Gunnar Hoke. You start looking at Danny Clark. I think that the quarterback situation for Kentucky is going to make or break the Wildcats there in Como. I think that that's going to be a very interesting matchup between the Kentucky Wildcats and the Missouri Tigers. Drew Locke is the number name of the game right here. You're going to have a really talented quarterback on one side of the ball and a really talented wide receiver on the other, I mean, running back on the other side of the ball. Drew Locke is leading Missouri 154 completions for 252 attempts, almost almost 2,000 yards, 16 touchdowns. Benny Snell leads the Wildcats 160 carries, 868 yards, and nine touchdowns. This game right here is going to be one in the trenches. Got to give the advantage to Kentucky Wildcats and Benny Snell. I think Snell, yeah, pushes the Wildcats past the threshold. And I think if Kentucky can just get maybe even 100 yards passing, I think Kentucky wins this game. I'm going with the Wildcats there in Como. Next game up in the SEC, Texas A&M is traveling to Mississippi State. State is a two-point favorite. The over-under on this game is a 44. This game right here is very interesting because Mississippi State needs to find a way to win to salvage this season. If you go 8-4 at Mississippi State with the expectations, and that's not guaranteed because Mississippi State still has to play Alabama. And, you know, I think if somehow Mississippi State can find a win, I think that catapults the Bulldogs ahead to get to 8-4 and four on the season. But I just don't see that happening. I think Kellen Mond, Trayvon Williams goes into Starkville, gets it done. You also got to remember that really, really, really good wide out for Texas A&M and Jay Stanberger. He's got 29 receptions, 496 yards, and six touchdowns. That dude is a beast. Texas A&M goes into Mississippi State, gets the win. Thing about this is, I think with Mississippi State, the way that their offensive line is protecting fits, I don't think Mississippi State has what it takes to handle Texas A&M. Texas A&M goes in there, gets a seven and a half point win. I think I think AM wins by at least a touchdown. I think I don't even think it'll be that close. I'm just gonna go a touchdown just because of the line spread and how that's in favor of Mississippi State. 
But AM, Jimbo Fisher goes in the Starfield, gets a much needed win for the Aggies, and improves to 6 2 on the season and 4 1 in the SEC. Another kind of sleeper matchup in the SEC East. You got Tennessee traveling to South Carolina. Tennessee is trying to find together and piece together a respectful, a respectful end of the season. I don't think the Tennessee Volunteers have what it takes. South Carolina. They're a seven and a half point favorite. I'm going South Carolina by two touchdowns. Tennessee is banged up after the Alabama game. This game will not even be closed. Jared Gatanamo does not have what it takes for Tennessee. South Carolina wins this game by two touchdowns. Let's talk a little Conference USA football. A lot of big matchups in the Conference USA this weekend as well. You got Louisiana Tech on Friday night traveling to Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic is somehow trying to salvage the season after going strong last season, finishing 9-3, 10-3 with the bowl win. This Louisiana Tech team is on fire. They're 5-2 overall, 3-1 in the Conference USA. This is a huge, huge, huge game for Louisiana Tech. They can go in there to Florida Atlantic. They all but wrap up their division. They're going to be playing in the Conference Championship. That's a 5-30 kickoff. On CBS Sports Network, $10 ticket. FAU is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't believe that line. I'm going with Louisiana Tech, and the and I, I just feel like Louisiana Tech and Jamar Smith. Jamar Smith is leading the Bulldogs to a very, very good season. 142 for 244, 1,700 yards, 11 touchdowns. Devil Singletary could be the difference maker for FAU, but I just don't think Florida Atlantic has it this year. They'll get to a bowl game, but I just don't think they have that ump that they had last year. Florida National is traveling to Western Kentucky for homecoming there at Western Kentucky. I just think that's going to be an embarrassment for Western Kentucky. They have not won a conference game. They should have won last week against Old Dominion. They just kind of just can't seem to cross that threshold. And you look at Florida International and you look at the talent level, what they have. They're kind of what Florida Atlantic was last season. I mean, Florida National is sitting here at 5-2, 3-0 in Conference USA. It's in Bowling Green. FIU is a 3.5-point favorite. Over and under is set at 54. I'm going FIU by a touchdown, probably more. Southern Miss traveling to Charlotte. Another interesting matchup here. I want to see what Jack Abraham can do for that Southern Mississippi team. He's 164 for 226. 1,800 yards, 13 touchdowns for Southern Mississippi. Southern Mississippi needs a big-time win. They go into Charlotte and get that win. MTSU traveling to Old Dominion. Old Dominion has been terrible all year. They got their first win last week against Western Kentucky. MTSU goes into Old Dominion and gets the win. Rice at North Texas. Big-time matchup there in the state of Texas. North Texas gets that win easily. They're a 30-point favorite. I don't even think it's going to be that close. I think it's going to be the two rivals playing each other for the conference title in North Texas and La Tech. UTEP is hosting UAB. UAB is coming into the game 6-1, 4-0 in the CUSA. UTEP is 0-7 and 0-3 in the CUSA. UAB is a 16-point road favorite. I'm going with the Blazers to win that game. I think it's going to be a very, very highly great game. A.J. Elderly for UAB is leading the Blazers with 92, 160 yards, 1,300 yards, seven touchdowns. Spencer Brown has been phenomenal in the running game for UAB uh, with 134 carries, 591 yards, 10 touchdowns. And you also got to give credit to that receiving core at UAB with Xavier Busey going 11 receptions, 371 yards, three touchdowns. I'm going with the Blazers in that game. And you look at you start looking across the nation and you start seeing the end of college football and heading towards bowl season. And I do want to talk a little bit about the Pac-12. I know we usually don't talk about the Pac-12. But you know what? The Pac-12, I got a question submitted to me. Let's talk about the Pac-12. So we're going to talk about the Pac-12 
Friday night, Utah traveling to UCLA at 9.30 kickoff on Friday night on ESPN. The big game in the Pac-12 here. I think if U- if UCLA has struggled all season long to find their momentum, I don't think that stops. I don't think that honestly stops this week. Utah by a lot. You start going down, there's some other interesting games. Washington State traveling to Stanford, 6 p.m. on the Pac-12 Network on Saturday night. Stanford's a three-point favorite. Interesting game here. Can Washington State prove themselves and go on the road into the into Stadium and get a win? I think they can. They look well last week at when college game they was there. Gardner Minshaw has absolutely been a terror for the for the Cougars, going 254 yards for 364, almost 3,000 yards, 23 touchdowns. Bryce Love for Stanford might be the difference maker for the Cardinal, but I do have Washington State going on the road to Stanford, getting a huge win. Oregon at Arizona, 9.30, Pac-12 after dark. I'm going to go with Arizona at home. Oregon's a nine-point favorite, but this is just feels like this is going to be a weird, weird Pac-12 game. I'm going Arizona at home. So this has been the Mitch Davis Show. I want to thank you all for all tuning into the podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Go type in on Apple Podcasts, The Mitch Davis Show. Subscribe, like it, leave a review how much you love it. Follow us on Facebook at The Mitch Davis Show. Follow me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore eight. Of course, follow me on Instagram, Mitch Davis underscore eight as well. I want to thank you all tuning in to the podcast. We're going to have another one tomorrow with Blake Lovell from March to from MarchToMadness.com. He's a big college basketball writer. He's an SEC guy. He's going to be joining the podcast tomorrow to talk about SEC basketball. We're going to give our preview. We're going to give our predictions. I want to thank you all for tuning in to the podcast. This has been Mitch Davis, your host.